0: Hello and welcome to This Business of Horses, the podcast that brings you insights, inspiration, motivation and solutions to maintain, sustain and grow your facilities-led equestrian business. I'm Amanda Watson, Managing Director at Niche Equestrian Publisher, Watson's Directories Limited, which is home to the Equestrian Index, the Yard Supplement and equestrianpropertyforsale.com. In each episode, we'll be talking to the personalities, brands, product and service providers who are really well placed to facilitate and fulfil not only your short-term daily requirements, but also your longer-term business goals. In this episode, we are talking bedding and I'm absolutely delighted to be talking with Tim Smalley, who is Managing Director at Bedmax. Uh, which is well-known equine bedding company, but he started this in the year 2000. And it's a family business which started on a farm overlooking, I understand, Holy Island in Northumberland, and it's grown now into the UK's leading manufacturer of purpose-made beddings. And uh, Tim, correct me if I'm wrong, but this will include Bedmax, Max shavings, Hotmax fuel logs, and also now Strawmax. So you and I have got a lot to, to talk about, but it's really lovely to have you with us today, Tim.
1: Oh, it's lovely to be here. Thank you for thank you for asking me.
0: <laughs> You're very welcome. Now we're gonna start at the very beginning, shall we? How and why did Bedmax start?
1: Um well, long story. Uh better make it fairly short. The uh so I was brought up, I was brought up as a farmer. We 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 um lots of horses around. My mother was a serious Welsh pony lady. I think she was president of the Welsh Pony Society for a few years. And uh she was also a good hunting lady. My father was a hunting man. My mother, my aunt bred steeplechasers. And eventually I went point to pointing and do a bit of hunting. And uh so we had horses from w- way back and uh and then there was um there wasn't enough farms to go around, so uh I had to uh, I had to do something with uh, a brother on his farm. And we started making haylage for horses, uh, something called Haymax. And I did that for 12 years. And it was interesting. We've just brought cobbled together a whole lot of machines. So I learned a lot about machines. I learned a lot about packaging and I learned a bit about the, uh, the horse uh, market. Uh, and after a while, uh, 12 years we did that. And after about 10 years, we thought um, bedding, uh, bedding was pretty dusty at that time. And everyone was fairly unhappy. And we decided, and timber was very cheap. And we decided that uh, if you could buy ch- timber very cheaply and uh, convert it into shavings, um, rather than have it as a traditional byproduct shaving, then we could actually control the dust, the moisture, that everything else in it. And uh, so that's how, that's what we did. And we did that in two thousand. And within uh, within two or three years, the the had, um um the the swords, the shavings had. You know, gone about 10 times the size of the, the, the hailage. So I gave the hailage up because it was just one long war for the summer, uh, that, uh, that was, and the great thing about, uh, certainly from a machine point of view, I like running factories and things like that. The, uh, the great thing about the shavings, you could just slowly increase, improve it every, every sort of week, every, every time. Whereas with the, with the halage you have to wait for the next year to put your improvements in place. So, uh, so that's, uh, that's roughly how we started.
0: Fantastic. And, and obviously with the haylage as well, you're very dependent on the the notoriously bad British weather, aren't you?
1: Yeah, we had, it was just a war, but with the weather, the um the machines and uh, and I had a huge, um really East European workforce. We were very good, but you you know, you're never quite sure whether to turn off or not.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And do you, um, when you started out with the, with the shavings then, do you think that sort of the equestrian world immediately recognize the purpose behind BedMax and the sort of the benefits that it, that it offers to horses.
1: Well, I think they understood the dust free side of it. And we start, we started off with the, uh, the racing industry. They they took on quite quickly uh, and uh, quite a lot of people just didn't get the small, the, the large flakes. They'd been used to the small shavings for, for, for 30, 40, 50 years. And uh, still people, some, some people just kind of uh, understand the large flakes. But so I, I sort of persisted and uh and it's amazing how people come around when you know something's right you know and it did seem to work and uh and it did do all what you know what a bed a bed needed to do it was absorbed and it was warm it um it it uh, was nice and thick and uh and the most important thing was dust free
0: but incredibly important and I would imagine with with all for every horse but especially with performance horses correct.
1: Absolutely. If you've got to run hard uh, with the racing and the, and the events, you, you've just got to have your lungs 100%. And, uh,
0: Absolutely. And tell, tell me a little bit more about the, the small flake and the large flake. What's the importance of that?
1: Well, a large flake is, is certainly easier to make um, and, and nice. Th- if, we, if you make them quite thick, um, they don't they don't wear down as much. They don't break up quite as quickly. So they should last a lot longer. And then, bearing in mind the horse isn't, um, you know, he's very comfortable on the large flakes or the big flakes, so it's he's quite happy with the the, the horse is quite happy with the large flakes. Uh, it it does tend to let the um the the the, the urine go down as well into the bottom, uh, and the small stuff. So it, it sort of it evens itself out, so you get the small stuff, the small uh, flakes, and at the bottom, and the large ones at the top, and uh, and so the top of the bed stays dry.
0: Perfect, absolutely brilliant. So, what do you think? The sort of the key factors that have made Bedmax so popular
1: well it's the dust free uh, bit i i you know i knew that was quite important but i didn't realize how important it was at the time and that you know that's the racing industry's worked that one out in the last uh um you know 30 20 years and uh so that's 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 really vital um the 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 other thing about it is is the um a lot of the problems instead was mo- ammonia too and quite by accident we started using pine uh, because pine grows on the east coast here. And pine has this wonderful uh resinous um, material which which uh kills bugs and it's uh very beneficial for the for the health of the horse, but it also kills the bug that reacts with the urine to make the ammonia. So if there's no bug there making ammonia, you don't get ammonia. So uh that was a great advantage we discovered quite, quite by accident. And so that uh that that you know you, you have much less smell in a in a in a bedmax stable than in a perhaps a traditional
0: and that's exactly what right. it's, the, it's the pine, is it the resin in the pine that that, that creates it's the, that?
1: Yeah, and there's much more resin in pine than there is in spruce, which is what a lot of um, wood is is you know grown is.
0: So pine, big flakes and pine, the most important thing so far.
1: Yeah, and, and and it also and it also sits on the it sits on the bed much on the floor much better. So you have a nice thick if you have a nice thick bed, it sort of protects the joints, and bizarrely you know it um it protects the the hoofs as well. And and the other thing we with um, the traditional shavings is they they came out of a kiln the log, the logs were kiln and they got really dried very dry, and uh, the, uh, the the ones we make are slightly not as not as not as dry they're slightly damper, and um, or have a bit more moisture certainly not damp and that doesn't draw as much uh, moisture out of the hoof so the hoof stays a lot healthier. Uh, if it's not dried out and you speak to any blacksmith that's what they they do like uh, they do like a horse on bed max or or big flake shaving that's uh, not that's been made not too dry
0: fascinating so there's I mean there's many elements here aren't there I mean clearly the the dust free is an incredibly important part for the environment but as you're saying now that when a horse is standing in and many of these horses will be standing in for a extended periods of time there's actually a benefit to hoof health as well
1: in, in to, to, to human health you say
0: to hoof health sorry. hoof health
1: yes sorry hoof <laughs> health indeed yes um
0: <laughs> and human health I mean let's well, let's face it you know if, if there's a, a less dusty environment then those those grooms and people dealing with their horses on a daily basis are also um benefiting from from that uh sort of less dust in in the air that they're uh that they're working in and, and there's
1: another uh um, angle on that one because the the, the the people do like less dust in their stables but also I've had a number of people tell me they can go to work now straight from a bedmax bed, <laughs> whereas if they had a straw bed, they had to go home first, have a have a shower, and then uh, you're not going to go get to work.
0: you're not going to get kicked out of the queue at Tesco's if you've if you've got a bedmax um, bed. I hope not. (laughs) That's brilliant. Now, now, obviously, the sort of the yellow and green brand is is known as as BedMax. You're sort of widely respected throughout the UK. But, but I've been told that you also export to um, sort of internationally, but to some quite surprising parts of the world. Are you able to share a bit about that with us?
1: Yeah, no, we're very proud of our um, our export. Uh, It all started when um, we supplied a a very large stable in in Newmarket, and uh, a fellow called Ivan Allen, who's dead now, was a was a big trainer in uh in uh in hong kong and he liked the look of this these shavings and he, he asked for a container to go to hong kong and that was 20 uh years ago probably 21 years ago and we've been supplying large quantities there ever since and uh long may continue
0: fantastic that's absolutely that's a, that's a long way across the world
1: recently we sent some to australia can you believe it uh so, so I don't know whether that's a, a large market for us, but certainly it was interesting sending uh, bedmax there. We sent a lot to the Gulf because, of course, they got no trees and nothing, to, not, not a lot of bedding material out there. Uh, a fair bit to Europe, um, Barbados for some reason, uh, Malta, uh, it's Thailand, Japan is becoming quite a good market for us.
0: So, And and, and again, all people who will be looking after the sort of the health and well-being and and that dust, that dust element. And as you say, though, some of those places won't have the same um, resource, will they? Because I know that um, you're clearly very keen on um, making a point of sort of sourcing all your raw materials in the UK. And a lot of those those um, countries won't have the same kind of raw resources that you do.
1: Well, they they don't have the, um, the, the resources, you're right, but also they don't have the number of horses. And, and to, to make a Bedmax factory, you need a decent number of horses to send it to. So, uh, so yes, that's, that's one. And they do like the British heritage. We seem to have, um, uh, they, they seem to understand we, we've been around horses for a long time and we've, you know, been able to manage them, uh, quite well for many, many years. And some of the things we produce are, are you know, tried and tested.
0: That's absolutely brilliant. And and in terms of sort of that uh, manufacturing in the UK, I know that you hold um, a couple of warrants, don't you? Can you tell us about those?
1: Yeah, we got, um, I can't remember when, but it would have been about 2008, do you think? That um, the the, um, barber, the marketing, uh, who does all our marketing, came up and said that uh, she'd found out that one of our suppliers was supplying it into Sanjingham. And so we just had to, uh, have uh, to supply it into Sandring for five years, which we did. And then we applied to the Royal Warrant and they happily gave it to us. And we've had it ever since. And then uh, more recently, we've um, we've we, we awarded one from Prince Charles as well. When he was Prince Charles, he's now the king. Uh, what happens to the Royal Warrants, I have no idea, but uh, you know, they don't do anything in a hurry. And I don't think, you know, hopefully there'll be some continuity there, uh, but there'll be a bit of a, a muddle around aspect.
0: But a fantastic accolade and, you know, a real testament to the quality of the products.
1: Without a doubt, if, you know, if you feel if they're, if they're happy with the quality, um, then it must be all right. Uh, must be okay. You're is, doing is my, all right,
0: Tim. That's my
1: thinking, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Now, sort of going on on the, the, the sort of resourcing in the UK and, and being sort of um, sustainable, um, which I think is a really important part of your business, isn't it? I understand that you recycle all the dust you extract in the production of your shavings and and this creates another product am I right in that
1: yeah well I, I sort of came from farming we don't like wasting things <laughs> um yeah not much goes out of the out of the plants that uh, that well nothing goes out of the plants into landfill it all gets something happens to it um but we do make we do take a lot of dust out about 10 percent of all our shavings comes out as dust so we make that into uh, um we used to burn it around the back of the shed, actually, when we first started. But uh, then we're then we we now making the briquettes, twenty kilogram bags full of briquettes, which we call hot max. And uh, we seem to, you know, it was a while to get people to buy them, but uh, to to buy the hot max. But now we can't make enough, and I could make an awful lot more than I uh, I sell which is a good place to be.
0: So, I mean, it's it's 22 years, isn't it? I mean, it's a phenomenal um, sort of history behind the business and the brands. You've developed a best-selling range of bedding in Bedmax. You've got Little Max, which has been added to that. Tell me just a little bit of the difference between Bedmax and Little Max.
1: Well, Little Max, it it does uh, try to emulate the uh, the, the traditional shavings. Uh, It's a little thinner. Uh, in thickness uh, and a little narrower in width and um, the same length uh, has the same pretty much completely the same otherwise it you know, we do treated the same dust wise it's the same moisture it's just smaller a smaller uh, shaving i called it little max until someone could find a better name but no one has so we just kept it little max
0: it seems to have stuck it probably works perfectly well doesn't it and and that'll that obviously makes uh, a, a lot of owners more comfortable does it with this sort of smaller more traditional flake there they they feel comfortable with that
1: yes about 15 of our of our shavings are little max you know the um it may be easier to muck out with the fork i'm not sure some people uh think it, it balls better in the hoof or you know it it, it melds inside the hoof better it's it's purely purely choice really
0: fantastic so giving giving your customers um you know what they need and and making them feel comfortable about looking after their horses now i also understand that um you've just launched or recently launched um a straw pellet bedding straw max has that been quite a radical departure for you
1: well quite interesting so I, I, have still got a horse and I keep it somewhere else. And the lady, the lady was using these straw pellets and I swore at secrecy, uh, that she wouldn't tell anyone, it wasn't on bed, Max. And, uh, so I watched for a couple of years as they, uh, and I thought she'll get sick of these soon and no, not a bit of it. And, uh, and, and I knew the fellow, the, the, owner, the, 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 the farmer down the road who actually made them. So he put a plant in and he made these from his own straw. Uh, and I watched him, and he he struggled away he made you know perfect capable of making them, but he didn't understand the uh the, the equine industry the equine market and of course uh, we had the uh the 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 road in through our other products so i said i'll you provide the straw and i'll 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 buy the the plant and I'll make the shavings that the side the straw max and i'll um and we'll we'll market it uh so he's happily done that, and that all works and now we're we're it's been quite successful really and we're now putting another plant in down in ha- our Hampshire we've got three bed max plants one in Northumberland one in Newark and one in Hampshire so we've got a, a, a straw max plant up here in Northumberland and we're now putting uh, one in November down in Hampshire
0: fantastic and and who is this who's this going to be popular with do you think
1: if you want a really fluffy bed to make your horse really very comfortable uh you want bed max. If you just want the horse to have something between, uh, it and itself and the concrete and that isn't going to be dusty and it's going to be pleasant to work and very quick to work because you can, you can be in and out of the, the stable in five minutes and clean the whole thing up. It's very, it's very, uh, quick and economical. It doesn't look like a lovely, fluff, fluffy mattress, but it is a nice, uh, uh certainly a very adequate bed for uh, a horse. And also, we got we're onto um, we're into hard times. So perhaps people will be looking at pennies, and uh, and maybe the bedding's one that they might like to um, save them.
0: Absolutely, and 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 the, and the strawbacks are incredibly economical. Is it?
1: it? It's it's yes. You need much less uh, per per week. You seem to get away with a bag a, a week. Uh, you know, you put eight or eight or so bags down in the stable, and you can get away with a bag a week. Uh, and um and it highly absorbent extraordinary absorbent, and you just chit and, and the uh the urine just goes into one patch and you take that little patch out uh and because it 's quite fine material it 's easy to take the the droppings out and uh and it 's a new bed in seconds
0: fantastic and that's and how i need to i need to ask you this i'm absolutely fascinated because i'm i'm very old i'm very old school myself um and i and i have an old uh, straw bed so it's a huge straw bed but obviously it's a it's a dusty material isn't it how have you managed to get um you know that straw max down with very little dust
1: well i was expected to be quite dusty it it's it's we, we you know as we as we um you know, millet and, uh, and pellet it. We do take all the dust out just as we do in the Bedmax. Uh, we suck it, you know, we, we extract the dust with all sorts of pipes. And, and uh, so it has become much less dusty. Uh, and it's surprising the dust. So we, I compared wood pellets to, to, if I compare wood pellets to, to straw pellets, the wood pellets is very fine dust. and seems to come up all over the, all over the, the stable. And, and the humans were, were complaining about, about the, uh, the, the dust and wood pellets. But this stuff seems to, in the straw, it just comes up for about six inches or a foot and then drops down again. So it must be very very large dust, whatever dust there is there. And, and you you know, uh, you just you don't, don't see it. It doesn't seem to be an issue at all.
0: And you're, you're mentioning absorbency there as well. Uh, sort of in terms of um, the, the relative absorbency, talking about your products, and they obviously all do a fantastic job. Rate them from sort of top to bottom in terms of absorbency.
1: Well, I think, wasn't there a, uh, there was a doctor, David Marlin from Newmarket did a, did a test, did he not, on, uh, all the beddings? He had about 12 beddings. And I think that the, the, uh, straw pellets, um, it was actually another manufacturer, but another, another make, but it was using exactly the same equipment as us. And, and they decided that was the most, um, absorbent material there is. And I remember I put a 90 litre wheelbarrow full of water and I poured a 15 kilogram a bag of, uh, straw pellets, straw max, which is about 10 liters. And within about half an hour, that entire lot had been absorbed. And when I tipped them on the floor, not a drop of water came out. So it's extraordinary how much is absorbed. So, and, and we, ex- we, we suggest to people put two liters on, uh, a bag to, to, you know, make it, uh, to, to fluff it up. Mm-hmm. So two litres out of 90 litres is nothing. So it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it, it does no harm to the, um, the two litres does no harm to the bedding, but it, it it does make it a much better bedding.
0: And how, how is StrawMax being received? Is is it popular? Do, do, do anyone seem to like it?
1: They, they seem to at the moment. Uh, we have now, we're now at capacity. So I can't make any more on that one factory. So <laughs> uh, this is good. So we're looking forward very much to the second one.
0: Fantastic. Absolutely Brilliant. Now, um, I know that very recently, um, I and mean, we've spoken about the, the warrants, which are an incredibly um, important accolade um, and, you know, a real testament to, to the business. But um, recently, you've also been accredited and, and the first bedding company to be accredited with um, the Beaten Knops for Bedding Accreditation. Can you tell me a little bit about that and the process and the importance of, of that for, for horse owners and business owners to understand
1: Indeed, the, the, we've, you know, been involved with racing for a long time and uh, we could see they, they thought this, uh, was quite important. Uh, and certainly the, um, the authorities thought it was quite important. And so we had a chance to, uh, to, to try to see if NOPS would be ap- applicable to, to bedding. And, uh, we talked to Beto and, and the British Equine, Equine Trade Association and they, they were, uh, full of encouragement. So we cracked on and, had to get our factories audited and made sure that all our processes were correct. And, uh, we eventually got it six months ago. And we now put down the bags. And hopefully that gives trainers and other professionals a lot of comfort because there is zero tolerance these days on, on strange things. Nops, I might add, is the naturally occurring prohibitive substance, substances. So it's the stuff that grows in the, in the hedgerows and other things that, um, that might get in. And so, We we had to do a few, you know, people can't take a, you can't take coffee or chocolate or Coke into the, uh, into the factory. It can't, you know, you you have just have to be slightly more careful than we were before.
0: And it's, it's probably something that not actually many people would have considered, would it? It In feed? Absolutely, because it's being ingested. Well,
1: there is obviously much less risk than, than when you're, you know, ingesting food um, to, to, to sniffing around in your bed but uh the, the risk is there it's just trying to get rid of all risk and uh you know it's hard enough to train a horse to win a race or or, or, or competition without being penalized for something you hadn't even thought of so that's all it is is really just taking the uh to, to just reducing the risk of uh, and especially some of these so, you know, so the racing yards i've got some very um um expensive horses and, and losing a race the difference between a uh, uh you know a high a high value stallion and not it's, uh, it's not worth the risk.
0: No, absolutely. So for, for Bedmax moving forwards then, development plans for Strawmax, what else have you got in the pipeline that you're able to share with us?
1: Um, goodness. Uh, well, let's, let's just crack on with Strawmax. I'd like to make more mm. Hotmax, um, but it's the bedding really that uh, we enjoy doing. We seem to have got the hang of it. And uh, I'm sure there'll be some wondrous uh, new way forward I mean, the timber, you know, the timber has got more expensive in the last 10 years. So, you know, we're trying to find ways of making it more economical to bed your horse. Straw Max is one of them. Uh, so we just keep looking at other, 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 other um, products, but I think wood will be the main one going forward. And we're just trying, trying to make that uh, more economical, I think is, is what we'd like to do and keep the quality.
0: Absolutely. Now, that's that's been been fascinating, Tim. It's really lovely to talk to you. You're obviously very passionate about what you do and, and producing these really phenomenal. It's bedding, but they're phenomenal bedding products for horses when you consider the impact that they potentially have on the health and well-being. And also the performance um, and taking the, the risk out of that, uh, the, the performance element as well with the NOP scheme. So um, just an incredible, incredible story. And over so many years and you're clearly not tired of it.
1: No, not yet. No, no. I've, <laughs> I've got children who uh, who haven't even thought about what they're going to do yet in life. So uh, <laughs> you, <laughs> you, we'll keep going. until We'll keep uh, going. We'll happens. keep going.
0: Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to speak with you, Tim. Um, I will send everyone, if I may, to um, to bedmaxshavings.com. I'm sure that there'll be plenty of people who will be wanting to have a little look at, at all of the products and, and see the processes and understand a little bit more about what it is you do and also obviously how they can get hold of it.
1: Well, that's very kind. Thank you very much. And thanks for talking to me. I've talked about things I hadn't thought of for a long time. So, thank you.
0: (laughs) Super stuff. Thanks ever so much, Tim. Bye-bye. We've loved having you with us today. Thank you for joining us. If you found the episode useful, please do let us know by leaving us a review and you can also let us know what else you'd like to hear. Don't forget to follow us on your favourite podcast app and subscribe so you're sure not to miss any nuggets from our brilliant guests. And if you are a yard owner or manager and want access to a bit more chat, networking, support and some resources from both us and our guests, then head over to our Facebook group and join our dedicated B2B community Yard Supplement Connect. We look forward to seeing you there.